The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Mike Salk. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on 710 ESPN Seattle. All right, we are waiting on Coach Carroll. Should be with us any moment here. Mike Salk Show, 710 ESPN Seattle. 710sports.com. You can uh, download, go subscribe to get each show on demand delivered right to your phone. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, however the best way is for you to do that. Um, it was a great win yesterday. Unfortunately, it uh, caps off a season that does not end with a postseason berth for the Seahawks. Uh, we'll talk to Pete about why that is. Obviously, Russell Wilson's injury is a part of it, and I think that it's worth talking about. On the other hand, we also know that uh, they played a lot of backup quarterbacks this year as well, and that's part of life in the NFL, so sort of on the no excuses part of it. So you know that there's one way to look at that where you sort of think about accountability and another where you try to figure out, all right, but what sort of changes need to be made because of it? And I think that's a reason why you know I've been so much in support of Pete Carroll and the culture that he's built and the kind of excitement that you saw from the team yesterday and the bouncing off the walls after the game and the locker room. I think all those things are relevant. And I think that I do believe that culture will trump strategy for breakfast. I think that makes sense. And the culture in Seattle is as good as it's ever been, as good as anywhere else in the league. That, to me, is uh, absolutely in Pete Carroll's corner. So um, you know, what happens next? We're going to wait and find out. I mean, it sounds like you know, while other, other teams around the league today are making some moves and there's some general manager openings and there's some coaching openings, uh, I don't think Seattle is going to be on that list. We'll see how Russell Wilson ends up reacting to any of that. Something else I haven't noticed is a lot of players, and maybe it's just because I'm not paying attention to other teams, is how often they go to bat for their coach, like on social media. Like mm-hmm. DK did it last night. Like, that's my coach. Yeah. It's like you don't see that a lot around. Maybe it's just because I'm not paying close attention to other players. Well, also because Pete Carroll is unique, and he goes to bat for them more, I think, correctly brought up earlier. Mike Zimmer saying, yeah, I knew that Justin Jefferson was, a, what, a 17 yards away from breaking a record, but I don't care about records. And I think you get the opposite with Pete Carroll. No, he wasn't going to embarrass the Lions for a scoregami, nor should he have. But he does care about getting these guys what they want and what they are close to. And they did do it with David Moore, was it last year, a couple of years ago, when he was very close to getting his bonus. And and they'll do things like that again. He was very aware of Quandre Diggs and the fact that this is a guy who's worked hard and was likely to get paid this offseason. And when he gets injured in the you know a couple of quarters before the end of that year in a game 17 that had never existed before, yeah, I think Pete does react to those things with great sympathy because he he really does like and admire and 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 want to root for his own players in a way that you don't always see from coaches. And I think yeah. that's part of the the quote unquote new school philosophy of of what Pete Carroll has brought to the table. That's a difference. That's not the way it used to be when when it honestly at times feel like coaches don't like their players and 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 are out there to try to mold them and shape them and change them rather than to try to bring out whatever it is they do best. So uh, looking forward to talking to Pete here uh, in a moment or two as soon as he is ready to go. I can play you some of what he had to say after the game yesterday because I thought there was a lot of relevance to it. Uh, Specifically, when asked what started going right, Pete pointed to, well, the running game. We really run the football, you know. We started to convert on third downs, uh, and and we were able to – 
take advantage of of the good solid play that we were getting out of our defense and and uh, our kicking game was was extraordinary all year long. So we we just put the elements together and you can see how it works. You, you don't have to throw for 400 yards to win football games. You got to be able to mix it and, and and control the ball and and be dominant at the line of scrimmage. And our guys were able to find that mix it, control the ball, be dominant at the line of scrimmage. They did all that yesterday. They haven't done enough of that throughout the year, obviously, right? Mixing it, controlling the ball, and then dominance at the line of scrimmage. And that last one, to me, is probably where I hope that their focus is moving forward. It does sound like we are uh, just about there with Coach Carroll. We're just kind of working out the headset and getting them ready to go. Coach, do we have you there? Hello, Pete. What's up? Hey, good morning. I put the headset on and I heard me talking. I don't know if they couldn't figure that out. It's shocking. I know the marvels of modern radio. How uh, how did yesterday feel? Oh, we had a great time. Uh, we did we did exactly what we wanted to do: is go out and play like like crazy and have fun playing the game and and, and get a win and and just enjoy the heck out of that. You know, as we wrap this thing up. Was that your most complete win of the year? I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. What was it? I don't know. Um, We've had a couple of good games, you know. Jacksonville's pretty good. We had some nice games, but that was a really good one. And in, in, in the fact that special teams figured in on it too, you know, that just kind of added all three elements. So uh, it was a nice game. You seemed awfully happy with your offensive line play, and then the running game with Rashad <clears throat> Penny. It just seems like he. I mean, even on the touchdown around here, I'll get you. Uh, I'll get you your Rabes early today. Here's some Steve Rabel. Russ takes the snap, hands to Penny. He gets a backside cut. He goes across midfield, down to the forty. He's going to outrun him. 15, 10-5, he is in, touchdown, Seahawks, Rashad Penny was going so fast, he was crossing yard lines that I didn't even see. <laughs> it seemed like the safety had a pretty good angle on him, and Rashad just went past him. Yeah, he sure did, he ripped it, and that was, uh, you know, Buda Baker's a pretty big time tackler in the secondary, and, and he left him, and, and uh, so it was, uh, yeah, it was, that was such a such a great sequence of happenings, you know, right in that, that portion of the game, uh, it was an amazing set of things that occurred. But that run was just an explosive uh, return to what we've been seeing, man. This guy's been on fire. And uh, it was great to see Penny hit it again. I saw you talking about or heard you talking about explosive plays in the running game with Penny afterwards yesterday. You know, what is the secret? What is the key to getting those explosive plays through through running the ball, not just through throwing it's, the ball? It starts at the line of scrimmage, and then it's, it's it, it goes all the way through to second level. You know, the coordination of the guys making making their uh, you know their targets, and, and then it, it's the the guys that finish the blocks downfield with the wide receivers and the tight ends. You saw, I think Colby was running around down there, but it's usually all elements that 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 fit in to it uh, it's hard as it can be to make those kinds of plays I, you know that's uh but it, you're just waiting for it when you're watching Rashad now you're just waiting for it to happen you know and man here he goes again want to talk a lot uh, about the season in general um now that now that things have come to an end what what do you think you learned this year well I, I learned how to deal on the other end of it you know that uh you know I had to you know lead the discussion and the conversation and in the the truth you know, from not being in, in, in the front of this thing, you know, where you're winning and you know you're going playoffs and, and you're trying to win the division and all that stuff is what's at stake. Um, it's it's a, a little bit of a different conversation, but yet with the same principles, you know, and, and always focusing on what the very next thing is out in front of you and not dwelling on what you just what just occurred. And, and it was uh, it was a real discipline, um, you know, so I just had to stay with it, stay strong and just not back off and, and uh, we've even found some new ways to talk about how to finish the season, you know, but like we did the last couple of weeks. And uh, it, it helped us, you know, we, we were we were tuned in. We were focused. How close 
is your team, is your roster from being back, not just in the playoffs, but but going to another Super Bowl and contending for a championship? I think it's right there. I mean, I I, I wouldn't want to play us right now. You know, if I was another team, I, I think we have the elements that that make you really dangerous. That you can't you can't pinpoint where you got to stop us. You know, and uh, and and defense is playing well enough, and kicking game is good enough, and and when you have that foundation of the run game, then it, it's it's a it's a tough formula. It's always been, you know, we've been playing like that for years. And um, so, yeah, we have a ton of stuff uh, to look forward to with this team and the players that are uh, making up the nucleus of it. And, and uh, um, I think it's really an exciting time for us. And I'm really, I'm really pleased that we finished with a real clear illustration of who we are. You, you, what took so long, essentially? I mean, you, you mentioned having to learn how to coach a little bit on the other side of it and, and hitting your stride now. Why do you think it took longer this year? I think we weren't we weren't quite quite right, and and uh, as much as we wanted you know Russ to be at his very best, it was hard for him. Uh, as much as we wanted our running game to be at our very best, it was hard to get that done. You know, Chris went out early. Uh, we had a little spurt in there uh, with Alex, and then it took getting back to Rashad to get it going. Um, defensively, we didn't start fast enough in, in this season again. That's two times in a row we didn't start fast enough, and we we found ourselves and, and put up some good some good uh, numbers that that indicate how you're playing. Just all of that just didn't happen soon enough, and and uh, um, you know it was rusted a miraculous job of recovering. He never should have been able to do that. He did it. You know he got back out in four weeks with broken bones and tendons and stuff like that and and uh but it was a lot to ask of him and, and uh he did everything he possibly could i'm so proud of the what what he put forth in, in his attempt to make this thing happen he came back to get us going on on course again and uh, we did everything we could but we just we couldn't build it up around uh around him you know we needed every aspect of our football team to be functioning and we weren't quite as good as we needed to be you mentioned especially the defense starting slowly again you know if you could handle something differently is there a change you would make and go back and kind of do something differently with that defense early well we had to find our guys you know we we had to find the cornerback position and once dj got back on the right side and and you saw trey brown jump in trey trey played really good football just immediately he was out there playing good ball and then sydney took over and sydney did a really nice job and and uh, once we got the cornerback position settled uh, i thought that things kind of started to groove a little bit and and uh uh, we we didn't get to the passer as much as we need to, and you could see the the impact of it last night. Um, you know what 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 you can get out of it. We weren't as uh, as you know as productive as we needed to be. And once really again, if you remember two years or a year ago when Carlos got here and he started hammering at the that that edge that he bit, he breaks down, the rest of the pass rush picks up. Well, he he got going again. And the second half of really just the last, uh, I don't know, six, eight weeks or something, maybe it's the last four weeks when he really started hitting his numbers, um, we we changed. And, and, and everybody complimented, and, and it worked out better. So um, there's those, there's so many things at this time right now, Mike, you could ask me. I can go off in a sure. ten different directions. Well, well you mentioned Dunlap. Do. I mean, what, what, what was it there? I mean, early in the year, it didn't seem like he was as effective. He wasn't rushing the passer as often. I mean, what, what changed with him there? Well, there was a time when you know we we tried different combinations. You know, when we we backed him out of there some, because uh, we we just couldn't get it. We, we weren't finding the same kind of production that we had seen the year before. And he was trying. He was he was playing his tail off and all that, but it just wasn't happening. He he seemed to really catch catch fire with his power rush, which is really his you know his signal signal rush and and. Uh, once that started taking off, then everything started to fit off it for him, and then other guys were able to take advantage of that too. What kind of changes should we expect this off season? 
Man, give me a freaking day, dude. No way. This is the last uh, chance we get to talk to you for a while. We're, we're hammering right at it. Well, yeah, I know. I don't mind you asking. I, I don't have the answers for you uh, right now. You know, um, we'll we'll be. It's it's such a difficult time of the year. Um, you know for the clubs and, and to figure it out what's coming up and how what you got to do we have so many decisions to make and so many things we have to handle we we love the guys that play in this locker room now we, this is this is a bunch of guys that really really care about playing this game and uh that's that's a a centerpiece for building a, a championship team and so we have to see how we can keep it together uh and keep all the elements in, in functioning and and then you know, enhance the the process between this year and next year because things change, guys change. They don't come back the same all the time. Their life is shifting as as, as we go, and we have to make those evaluations and and help guys through those processes and and uh, and build this thing up. But we have so many good aspects of our team that um, I, I I'm I'm excited about adding to it and building and, and all that, and also playing better. We we can play better, in which we will. And we'll coach better too. Do you anticipate changes to your coaching staff? Um, I don't anticipate anything right now. We just, right now, I'm just trying to get my world settled, and uh, we'll get after all the, the decisions and stuff when we get you know we get more more time to look back and make the evaluations and all that. You mentioned in, uh, that you heard yourself talking when you first came on. I was playing some of your sound from yesterday, uh, kind of going through what it means to win in this league. And you said you don't need to throw for 400 yards. You need to mix it up. You need to uh, you need to dominate the line of scrimmage. You got to have balance. You got to control the line of scrimmage. What um, that that sort of you know fits with your philosophy of how to win football games. Will you redouble that, recommit to that this off season? Well, recommit. Yeah, I will always recommit. Yeah, I've got to recommit to the things we believe in. Yeah, that's that's part of what the off season is about to you know rediscover the work ethic and the focus and the in the philosophy and the approach and all of that and and build it around the players that you have the the point i'm trying to make really mike that you know we hear so much talk about the throwing game and this and that and how you know and that it's football and football there's there's the 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 factors that make this game happen in, in a successful fashion have never changed, and you have to control the football and not give it to your opponent. And we almost gave a game away yesterday, you know, and, and that that comes from all that it takes to get that done. And if you can throw it and not give it to them, great. If you can run it and not give it to them, great. That, but you have to you have to own that freaking ball. And so whatever it takes to do that with the players that you have uh, is what's is what's at important and over the course of time in my world and in my 20 years of being a head coach or whatever it is i don't know how many years it is uh you know i've found that if you if you create real true balance on your on your football team and you and you can play in all aspects of your game and you can run the football and throw the ball with a balanced sense about it and not give it to the other team, you got a great chance of winning. And so that's, I mean, that's all our fans want. That's all our players. That's all our coaches. That's all I want. I want to win. And so we're going to try to figure that out. It happens to be when you can play really good at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, you, that's where it starts. You snap the ball, and those guys knock heads. And from there, the, the rest of the you know, play happens. And so you need to be really focused there and have great discipline and design and, and, and approach so that that can be the factor. You know, you try try to, you know, yoke it all over the field so that everybody can be fired up about how many yards you throw for. That ball's in the air, and a lot of guys get a chance at it. And then you get hammered when you when you get back there and you get sacked mm-hmm. and, and, and the ball comes out. Look what happened last night. You know, so um, 
this is and it can be a beautiful game. It can be a beautiful game in style. When when it, look at it. How do you like us? You know, do you like us now? <laughs> I love the way we've been playing and, sure. and and finishing the season. And it there's nothing but excitement and thrills and fun and and uh, explosions. We had we had ten explosive plays again last night. You know, that's huge. And they had four. We had ten. Well, that's in the running game and the passing game. You know. So anyway, I I'm, I just I'm teaching. You know. Mike, I'm teaching. I want you guys to understand how we do it, how we look at it, and and, and uh, I have all the confidence in, in the world that this is the right way to do it because we've proven it. And so we just need to get back to it and make sure that it's consistent throughout the course of the season. We were up and down and not as sharp as we needed to be, and there were some elements to that that we can fix, and we're going to do it. Is your quarterback on board with that level of balance? He had a blast last night. He loved that football game. He doesn't care what the numbers are. He really doesn't. He just wants to win. And Watch, look at him. You know, that's it's couldn't. That's just he, that's who he is. He's, he said that a thousand times to me. He just wants to win, and and so whatever we got to do to do it. And, and uh, there's nothing. It's not like we're running the ball so that Russell doesn't get to throw. We're running the ball so he can kill him when he throws the football. And that, that's that's the point. And so um, he gets it. With that said, then is your expectation that Russell will be back next year? Yeah, he's our quarterback, of course. I do think that. Yeah, I do think that. And, uh, you know, he's on our team. You mentioned uh, to me a couple of weeks ago that the team needed to retool, not rebuild. What does that mean, to retool? Just keep competing. Just keep competing. Help our guys get better. Find another guy like Daryl Taylor, who comes out of nowhere from the year before and is is a huge factor in the football season. We don't know where that guy might be. I don't know who that might be. You know, it, it could be a, a number of different guys. It might be Colby Parkinson, for instance. You know, he looked pretty pretty good at the end of the season here. He might be a star in the making. You know, and and uh, so you know, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly where that is, except for we know where we're going to try, and that has draft. Uh, implications it has free agency implications it is re-signing our guys so we can see them develop from one year to the next and how much better they can get pick out the right guys like uh, phil haynes played great football for us last night you know he played really good again and so he's he's on the on the on the rise you know and uh so i don't know there's lots of there's that that's how you retool that's how you fix it there's a number of ways to go about it and and uh we feel very confident that, that in ourselves that we can we can continue to do that. You know, one thing we know, you, you won't have a first-round pick this year. You do have what appears to be a tremendous amount of cap space. Does that change at all? Let's the talk way- about that. Let's talk about this cap space thing, okay? <laughs> the reason you say that is because you, when you look at the numbers, you, you don't post all of the guys that are, that are leaving, all of the guys that are, or, or that are, that are out of their contract. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have to keep our guys. So that, that space that you're talking about, we got to keep these guys around. We got to get our guys to come back to us. We got a lot of players that are going to be free agents that need to be on this team next year. And so that money goes real, very quickly there. So, well, we're going to all this cap space. We can make all these moves and all that. Well, that's not necessarily how people should look at it. Uh, they should be clear that we've got some wonderful players on this team that need to come back and and uh, so that that money will go faster than you think and it won't be quite as as free as, as it looks like right now well and, and when i hear you say that then it sort of backs up what you said to start this interview which is that you believe your current roster is pretty darn close so does that mean you won't be seeking not that you won't be looking for but that you wouldn't expect some sort of major main, big name offseason addition don't they don't don't cancel us out on that okay no. good there ain't nothing no we're we're we are wide open. <laughs> you know, you're either competing or you're not. Okay, that means that you're striving to figure it out. And so that means that whatever is we've said, you know, constantly over the years, whatever opportunities is available, 
we're in it, and we're going to figure out whether it fits us or whether it doesn't. And I can't tell. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I mean, that's just just count on us. We're going to be battling, you know, and Johnny's going to be chasing whatever the you know the opportunities are, and then we'll see if it fits and see how we could do it. And and uh, and in that, you know, in that, I mean, let's let me go a step further. Yeah, we're listening to everything. We don't. You can't compete and only listen selectively. You're either in it or you're not. And so when when you know there's opportunities, we're going to be after it. And that doesn't. It, it, that's across the board. You know, that's across the board. And and I think I'm making. I know what I'm saying when I'm saying that, Mike. That we, who knows what's going to happen. Sure. I mean, it could be any player on our club. On our club, people come after him. You got to see what you got to listen to him. And we listen because we compete. And and everybody that follows us wants us to do that. And that's how we do it. We're going to try to see every option that's out there. And from our owner on down, she wants to know what can we do to help this franchise. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to figure out where that comes. And you don't know. We don't have a clue right now. So, But but no, that's how we operate. And that's the only way we, we know how to and will continue to be, be that way. At the risk of going back to something that is almost a 12-year-old conversation, it, it's something that has kind of popped up again recently. You saying I'm a 12-year-old? I'm acting yes. like a 12-year-old? <laughs> well, the, the most excited 12-year-old I know. <laughs> Uh, could could you offer a little clarity on on how some of the personnel decisions work with you and John, and 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 is that um, sort of loose structure still functioning the same way, and is it still working? There is no looseness to this. We're, we're trying to figure it out, and we'd use every every resource he has, every resource I have, every experience we've ever had, and we throw it out there on the table and try to figure things out. And, and why? Because we're competing to figure out what the best possible uh, decision and conclusion to a, uh, an opportunity that we can come to. So that, that means that we're using everything we got. And uh, it's no different than how we play a game. Where everybody's got to give everything they got every single time we go, every step you take. And that's how John and I do it. And so uh, when it comes down to uh, money decisions and things like that, that, that you know, that are going to, uh, we have to figure out how it fits and all that, we go right through the order of all of our people that work with us. And, it, and sometimes it goes all the way to the owner and, and we need uh, advice. We need to, you know, keep keep her informed of what's happening. And so she, she can give us the guidelines that, that fit at the time. So, there's um, the process is really just as wide open to the options as possible and, and as creative as we can think and, and, as, and, and as far as we got to go, as hard as we got to push, we ain't going to let anything get in the way. And then we'll we'll give you the best shot we got. And uh, that's what we've been doing for a long time. We're going to continue to do that. You mentioned yesterday uh, that Jody Allen would leave no stone unturned. Uh, have you met with her? Do you expect to meet with her this week? I mean, what will those conversations look like? Yeah, every year we get together after the season's over, and when you know, it, it, her, we're at her beckoning call in that regard uh, for the next couple of days, and we'll we'll figure out whenever the, the time's free uh, to do that. But we always do that, and we we've always done that. And you know, in any business, you got to go through an accounting of what you know what just happened, and and then set the course for what you know what's coming up, and. Yeah, then you follow the options and see where it goes. I, I, I'm honestly, Mike, I am so excited to work with her because she's she's just on it. She's so tough about uh, about the process and doing things right and 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 tirelessly, just like I love to hear, you know, about competing to figure out what the right choices are, what are the options, and, and use all of the research and all of the information that we can. I mean, that's we, we're all on the same page in that, and so. Um, you know, you, you got some real com- <laughs> competitors going at it, and, and it's uh, only good stuff comes when you work like that. I don't know how many Mondays you and I have spoken uh, at the end of a season like this, and and I always ask you about it, and I'll do it again today. But your thoughts on on all of the coaches who were let go today and are out there looking for 
for a new job and their families and their assistant coaches and everything else that goes with it. I know today can be a challenge for you. Yeah, this is this is this day sucks and and uh, um, some surprises, you know. And there's a lot of a lot of spots that just that just hopped, uh, you know, just this morning and um, and also last night and whatever yesterday with Denver. Um, yeah, these are really challenging, difficult times for a lot of people. I mean, the entire world's shift here, and and, uh, and it's it's not like I always would like to remind the people who you know kind of get into this stuff that it's personal and it's families and it's kids and it's moving and it's you know all kinds of stuff that uh, you know worlds are just shocked and turned upside down, and particularly when it, you know you get surprised by it. you know there's some there's some surprises here already, and you know I don't know if if we're done with it or not, but uh, it's tough times. You said yesterday that you're not going anywhere and that uh, you're in great shape. Did you mean physically, or did you mean that you know you and Jody Allen have spoken and I'm you're just going to leave that. Here? I'm just going to leave that phrase. Great, I'm in great shape. Okay, out there. good. Okay. All right, thanks. That's it. Just, I'm 70 years old and I'm in great shape, and that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, really, Coach. I appreciate it. it's been a lot of fun uh, talking over the course of the year. I'm sorry that we didn't get to talk after more wins. Um, but looking forward to an interesting off season and to talking again next year. There's going to be more wins. Mike, it's really been a pleasure. I really like working with you. Thank you so much. Coach, thank you. Appreciate right. it as well. All right, there you go. There is Pete Carroll uh, done uh, with for the year with our Pete Carroll show. And uh, I, that's a fired up Pete. He had a lot to say. I think his word per minute count was higher today than it's been yeah. at any other point this year. And uh, you hear him say that Russell Wilson is their quarterback. You hear him say that he'll be meeting with Jody Allen this year. Um, that he believes this roster and this organization is closer to a Super Bowl than you think. And uh, we'll see where that ends up this offseason, that they are never going to stop competing. Well, we'll be talking about all of that tomorrow. I'm sure Jake and Stacy will have some thoughts on it coming up next. So stick around for them. We'll see you guys at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Goodbye.